Reactor online. Sensors online. Weapons online. All systems nominal. Hello everyone, this is Carrie with the Unicorn Company. And today is sort of a little bit of a bonus. Um, we will be looking at Recognition Guide 27. So this is not a full episode or anything. Um, think of it as sort of a not quite mech tech on all the mechs and vehicles in the Recognition Guide as far as the variants and stuff. So let's go ahead and take a look at what we have here. Now, the Rec Guide starts off with the standard... Um, the standard greeting from the merchant colonel um, to no, it's not. To, okay, I'm thinking of a different one. Um, starts off with the standard uh, greeting from 3150 about all the different equipment and stuff like that, um, and then you have the credits and all that good stuff. And then we get into the vehicles. So we start off with the Commissory Light Tank. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, this is a little 20-ton tank that is built in a Draconis Combine. Um, it's an Omni tank. And from the look of it, it started off... Yeah, it started off pretty much as a look at replacing the Galleon. And... Um, what you end up having is a very unique looking design. Um, so the Commissary, like I said, it's an Omni vehicle. Uh, it's 20 tons. It has um, a roll of Scout in its prime configuration. It's 536. Um, it's got a standard structure, standard fusion engine. Uh, pretty pretty standard tank, actually. It has five and a half tons of armor. Um, and... The armor it has is heavy ferrofibrous. From the look of it, you would almost think it's a stealth tank, but it's not. Um, and its configurations, it it's pretty much like a... I don't want to say an Omni Scorpion because it doesn't have an autocannon. Um, but it's sort of that, where it has like a single primary weapon and maybe some support stuff. And like the prime is a large laser. The A configuration has a light PPC with a capacitor and targeting computer. Uh, then the B is like a medium variable, variable speed pulse laser with a supercharger to give it a boost in speed. Uh, the C configuration is built for integration with C3 and um, is a EW unit with Beagle Active Probe and ECM. And then the our configuration is the most interesting with a clan plasma cannon, um, which I'll have to look at the unit card in Alpha Strike here. But I think, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that gives it um, the heat ability. Uh, yeah, it looks like heat one one. 111. Oh, that's actually kind of nice. And it's like 13 points. Um, not going to go into all the variants or anything, but it is a very interesting little little tank. Um, that R configuration really seems interesting. And the tank is only available to the Draconis Combine. So this, 
this would be an interesting little tank for uh, taking care of infantry problems. It's only 13 points. Um, and it has a decent modifier. It moves 12 inches, so it's uh, TMM of 2. And, you know, it's not bad. It has raw damage. It barely has anything. It's like 100. Then it's uh, armor 4, structure 1. So it's not great, but it's it's small enough to be ignored but prob problematic enough for your enemies to not want to deal with it. And the look of it, like I said, is it's quite unique, and it I kind of like it. Um, then we get into the Galleon, the GAL-106 Galleon light tank. And this is pretty much a rework of the Galleon, uh, bringing it up to modern specs. And in doing so, they created a decent little machine here. Um, now, mind you, it, it, you know, it's not the fastest thing on the table, but it's pretty good at what it does. Um, so it's 30 tons, battle value is 762. It's built around an XL engine. Um, has seven and a half tons of armor, which is pretty nice for its weight. Comes with a light PPC, two medium lasers, one in a sponson in the left, one in a sponson in the right, tag on the front, and a Beagle Active Probe to find hidden units. Um, oh, and it has hardened armor, just to clue you in here on, on this thing. So, and, and the look of it, by the way, it looks like a galleon. It is not such a far departure from previous art that it's like, what am I looking at? This is, in all respects and purposes, a galleon in the looks. Um, reminds me of a lot of modern infantry fighting vehicles, if it wasn't for the two laser sponsons, and if that PPC on the top wasn't so huge. But it, it very much does have a modern infantry fighting vehicle look to it. So I could see this easily being used to support um, infantry in the field. Mind you, it's a lot faster than you need for that. It has a cruise of 8 and a flank of 12. Um, so it's a little bit quicker than you need to support infantry, but it's not bad at the, you know, it's not bad to have around. Um, I, I wouldn't pass one up. So the Galleon Light Tank in Alpha Strike, um, the 106, it's 33 points. Has a TMM of three with 16-inch movement tracked, uh, two two one short, medium, and long armors four structures two, and this thing is crit resistant. Has uh, the energy ability, probe, recon, tag, and then it has the turret, which is the two two one as well, um, and. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's a pretty decent little machine. There is an infantry transport version of it, uh, which loses a lot of the fire, well, loses a, half of its firepower. It's uh, 24 points. It's 110, same armor and structure. Has AMS case, crit resistant, infantry transport 4, and turret 110. You know, it's, it's not a bad little tank. Uh, that's the 106M. Um... But yeah, I like the look of it. It's really interesting. I hope they don't try to model the antennas on it in the plastic. That that just seems like it wouldn't work. I don't know. But I hope I do hope they have like little little uh, spots where you can drill in and put them in or something like that.
So then after that, we have the Falcon hover, excuse me, the Val Falcon hover tank. Oh, excuse me. That was weird. Um, and this is an interesting little tank. Um, I don't, I don't know if it's ever actually been specced out. Um, it might have, and I don't remember, but it, it's not something that I recall seeing. Um, it did make its first appearance back in, uh, I want to say, Thunder Rift. Um, and I like the look of this one. It's very, I don't want to say tanky, but there's no other way to put it. It it looks like it should for a hover tank. It's not ridiculous in how it's made or anything like that. Um, this one's also a pretty fast mover. It moves 914, has five and a half tons of armor. It's not shabby for, well, I take it back. It's a little shabby. It's a 50 tonner. Um, but it does have a medium laser and two SRM6s in a turret. Should give it pretty good firepower. Um, has a ton of ammo for the SRM6 and, of course, cargo space. So ha half ton of cargo space. It's not really useful or anything. Um, I'm sure you could, like, use it in campaigns or uh, stuff like that. And the Falcon is in Alpha Strike. It's 16 hover. Uh, TMM of three, 26 points, 220, armor and structure of three each. Um, SRM of one, one, turret of two, two, nil, and SRM one, one. I mean, it's not great. It's not the, you know, it's not an incredible thing, but I mean, it'll do the job, you know. Um, and I want to say that the, unit it's based on is the hawk hover tank um which is the ltv4 and the ltv4 um it's very similar in stats it's actually a little bit better this is what you would have seen in um thunder rift if i recall correctly it's like 27 points, 221, same armor and structure. Pretty much the same tank, just without the SRM ability. But yeah, I mean, it's a decent little little tank. Um, the looks of it are very nice. I imagine this will be interesting to paint when it comes out. Then we have the one that caused a bunch of hubbub on the internet, the Patton. Um, so once again, this is a sort of modernization of the Patton. I don't know how else to put it. Um, pretty much it talks about how, you know, it's, I don't know how to put it. Um, it. It talks about the patent and its development a little bit. And it looks like it is something that's used in the, the Federated Suns. Seems to like this design, as well as the Lyrans, obviously. It's produced in Lyran space. Um, and, you know, I mean, 
it's it's a patent. I don't know what else to say. It's an XL engine patent. Um, so it's it has a 260 XL, still a 4.6, um, 13 tons of armor, which is quite respectable. Uh, Ultra AC-10 is its main gun with an MML mounted um, next to it. Uh, MML-5 with Artemis-4. So it's pretty accurate. It has a medium X pulse laser and a flamer in the front. Has case and a targeting computer, making it more accurate. Um, I mean, not too much to say there. And of course, from what I understand, there are other versions of it. Uh, the Axle tank, uh, the Rosslog Republic is is producing, including an Axle 2C, which is kind of scary. Um, the Patton. XL, it's uh, 35 points, size 3, TMM1, movement of 8, uh, 433. Armor, I'm looking at the tiny card here. There we go. Armor is 8, structure is 4, uh, case indirect fire 0, rear 0, nil nil, turret 333, IF0, and those are all with stars when they have a 0. Um, otherwise, they're not worth mentioning. But yeah, it's... It's an interesting variant. I mean, it's not bad. Um, out of curiosity, because like I said, the Axle 2C is something that was mentioned. And the Axle 2C, I want to say, yeah, it's pretty much the same, except you're looking at 444, short, medium, and long. Um, and I want to say it has one less armor. It's like 40 points, which... Puts it about five. It puts it five points above it, and of course there's an XL version of it because apparently, when they're doing the uh, when they're doing this, they're just going to copy everything apparently. Um, and looking at it, it's 46 points. I don't see off the top of my head. I think IF2 is the change here, um, but yeah, it's essentially the same tank as the Axle 2C. Pretty sturdy looking tank. And the artwork for it, the artwork for it does not diverge a lot from the original patent artwork. Now, there is one thing I want to address here real quick. That is the patent Rommel um, hubbub on the internet that came up when they announced the tank. Now, Mind you, what they said was that they would not be making new variants of the Rommel. And if you look at the technical readout, the the I keep wanting to call them technical readouts, but if you look at the the write-up on it, it does mention the Rommel. Um, during the Blakus era, the Rommel was refocused into a close support artillery unit, while the upgraded Patton remains a go-anywhere-do-anything heavy tank. An extra light fusion engine is skewed on the Rommel Howitzer, allows this main battle tank to upgrade secondary weapons and targeting control to make a more comfortable case protected crew compartment. So it's not like they're not mentioning the Rommel anymore. And all of your all of your sheets and everything else still work for the Rommel. Um, in fact, the Patton and the Rommel share the exact same miniature. They have the only the only Rommel that does not have the exact same miniature is the Howitzer variant, and that is because it has a giant Howitzer cannon 
mounted along the center line in the turret. It's not the the Rommel has not been been erased from the game. It's just not super important anymore. Um, it's it's going to be. You know, it's just going to sit there. And mind you, the patent and the Rommel don't have a ton of variants. It's not like it's not like they got constantly upgraded. They uh, they pretty much sat on the sideline, <clears throat> getting one or two variants every now and then. And you know, this is the first time that anybody's really made a stink about them, because oh my god, they're going to stop making Rommel variants. Well, I mean, neither of them ever got many variants in the first place. Um, if I were to say anything, this is probably like their last hurrah as far as new variants. They're, they're really not, they're not something you upgrade often. Um, they're your standard line battle tank. They don't, they don't need upgrades constantly. They're not mechs. Um, whereas mechs are the stars of the show. They get all the attention. They get all the goodies. An example of this is the next entry and the first mech the phantom now this is the only mech in the write-up that gets a full write-up um so this is this is interesting because the phantom did lag behind heavily um in comparison to many of the other omni mechs in upgrades and this just goes hog wild on upgrading the phantom uh which did need it now the artwork for it it's i like it um it brings it more in line with the the revisions to the original clan mechs that they've done so it's not nearly as i don't know how to put it um kind of off to the side in design ethos so I do like that, and you know it it does look it looks better. It doesn't look as kind of weird and bullet trappy as the original version with that torso. So there is that. Now, of course, they mentioned how you know it it kind of had a limited service life because of everything that happened with Clan Wolf, um, and apparently now. Clan uh, Seafox has negotiated to have the rights to it and are selling it to everyone who wants it. So if you want a Phantom, you can buy a Phantom because everybody can get a Phantom. Kind of like Oprah. You get a Phantom and you get a Phantom and you get a Phantom. Um, so this thing has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight configurations in here. This is like a brand new Omni Mech almost. Um, you've got the T configuration that is kind of an eclectic mix of lasers, an LRM5, light tag, uh, the F, which is a heavy medium laser, ER medium laser, ECM, ER medium, heavy flamer. The G, uh, it's an interesting one. It's an ER medium laser with a Protomech AC4. Uh, the I is an ER medium targeting computer light tag and an improved heavy laser. So that ought to be interesting. Um, heavy large laser. The J configuration. Ooh. Uh, improved heavy medium, supercharger, ER small, and three ER mediums. 
the K has a watchdog uh, targeting computer and an ER large. So it's essentially a, uh, a Hussar. Uh, the L configuration is a plasma cannon, three AP Gauss rifles, and then the R is two inner sphere medium lasers, two improved heavy medium lasers, and an SRM-6, which is kind of weird. It's not what you would expect, and I kind of want to take a look at our little um, J configuration here, because I'm not going to go over all these variants Uh it's a lot of variants of this mech. Um, so let's find the J real quick. Oh, wow. Okay, the J is... Um, ooh. And who is this available to? Intersphere Clan General, Lyran Commonwealth, and Scorpion Empire. Um, TMM of 4, 22-inch movement, 48 points, 440, no overheat, 4 armor, 2 structure, case, and omni. That is interesting. That is very interesting. And, um, yeah, that, I mean, it's not as fast as a Dasher. Don't get me wrong. The Dashers are still faster. But uh, Clan Goliath Scorpion, the Scorpion Empire, if you look at the equipment that's available to them, they don't have Dashers. So this essentially gives them something like a Dasher that, yeah, um, I like this. This is This is pretty nice. So, when I go over the mech tech on this, it's going to take forever because all those variants. So, then we have um, three more mechs in, like, that little one-page blurb they do on three different mechs. So, we had a Night Sky, a Penetrator, and a Gunslinger. So, since they've sort of covered all the vehicles and other mechs let's hop down to those three so the night sky which mind you the night sky i don't know if i care for the artwork on the cockpit seems kind of wonky to me um and okay so this is a personal thing but i don't like mechs whose guns are like under slung on the arm and extend past the hand and the night sky is guilty of this heavily um, and I want to say it's guilty of this in both its versions. So you have the NGS 7S Night Sky. Uh, this is a 50 tonner 696. Um, ooh, that's an interesting new thing I didn't notice. Engine type 300XL. Okay. Uh, has a large X pulse laser in the left arm, hatchet in the right arm, actuator enhancement system in the right arm, making it even better at hitting you with it. Um, two clan ER medium lasers, one in the left torso and one in the right. And then a small X pulse laser in the head. Has a battle value of 1591. And that is a clan extra light engine. Interesting. So that means this thing can take a side torso loss and still attack you. I mean, mind you, you probably want to get off the field if you take two engine hits, but ouch. And it would still have its full six jump jets because those are all in the legs and center torso. Um, let's take a look at this thing in Alpha Strike. I, I, I haven't done that, so I, I don't know what we're looking at in Alpha Strike with this mech. Um, so let's hop over here. 
yeah, I, I literally pulled up all the, the designs and just like, I will review them with you. Okay, so the new Night Sky, 31 points, Battle Mech, size 2, TMM of 2, movement of 12, jump, striker, uh, 330, no overheat, armor of 5, structure of 3, specials of E&E and melee. This is a very basic... Um, very basic mech. It's it's straightforward. It's you know it's not something that's like full of every bell and whistle you could imagine. Um, I do like that because a lot of stuff will get loaded down with technology. Um, so yeah, I mean it's not bad. Give me one sec. And. Um, I think it shows designs like this show that you're having this heavier integration of clan and inner sphere equipment. And I think as the ill clan era continues, you will see this more and more. Um, where at least for inner sphere designs, clan and inner sphere tech sort of just are washed together because it's, there's no more, you know, there's nothing that says you can't do it. Um, then we have the PTR 8D Penetrator. Um, oh, I'm so I'm so torn on the art for this. Part of me likes it, part of me doesn't. I don't like the cockpit. Um, I kind of like that bubble dome that it had, that that little bubble cockpit. And hmm, I mean, the legs actually look like they can work which is awesome. It's terrific. I love that. Uh, the arms, yeah, they have like a weird underbit that they could have gone without, but otherwise they're okay. I, I'm a big fan of the Penetrator, and um, this is this is one of my favorite mechs. So even though, you know, I don't, I don't buy a lot of the Force Packs, I will probably be buying the one that has this in it. Um, I'm sort of torn on that cockpit, though. It, it, I don't like the multi, especially the way that it's laid out. If they were going to go that route, I would rather they had gone with like a harder, more angular cockpit instead of like a half and half curved and angular deal. Um, but that's that's neither here nor there. So the Penetrator 8D, PTR 8D. Um, just like every other penetrator in existence, it's 464. Um, it's a 75 tonner. It's weapons, it, very basic loadout, but sometimes simple is the best way to go. Um, this has two large re engineered lasers, three medium lasers in each torso, in both side torsos, and a laser anti missile system in the center torso. Now, when I read these stats, I was beside myself because it was like, oh my God, they finally did it. They made an ENE version of the Penetrator. Nothing can blow up on it. Well, my hopes were dashed. Um, so you have the large re engineered lasers in each arm, the mediums in each torso. Then you have a coolant pod in the left torso. 
has 13 double heat sinks, so it can sink 26 heat. Um, coolant pod. Like, no case, just a coolant pod. Right there, sitting there looking at me. Telling me, no, you will not have your ENE version of the champion, or sorry, penetrator today, tomorrow, or any day. <sighs> how I love this mech and how I hate that. Um, it does have reflective armor, which is funny because it also has the, la the re-engineered lasers, um, allowing it to defeat reflective armor, which I think is wonderful in a way because that is one of the things that you see in tournaments that is a pain in the ass. Um, God forbid somebody ever build a mech with a shield and reflective armor and like hard gel three. Like, if that ever comes out, if anybody ever makes that that combination of equipment, I will, like, lose my shit. I'm sorry. Um, that is just a crime against nature. Because I would have effectively a negative two damage anytime it's hurt and would heal itself. That would be immensely nuts. Like, just too much to deal with. But this version of the Penetrator comes in at 2130 battle value. Which, I don't know how steep that is. I don't play enough Classic anymore to know how steep that is of a price. You know. Um, but, if we go over to the Alpha Strike stats for it, I'm still tempted to play around with this little booger. So, here's the thing. It's Penetrator, PTR-8D, 39 points, Pipe Battle Mech, size 3, TMM of 1, um, movement of 8 jump, short and medium of 4, so it's not like it has an immensely high short or medium value. Uh, no long range, and of course you know that in tournament play i do not like paying for a long range value because most games are on a four by four or smaller if you're playing in wolfnet um and of course when it comes down to uh size of your table size does matter so you know with a smaller size you don't need as much long range reach if any at all now, I do want to go ahead and talk about the reflective armor for a minute, because there's something I didn't realize, and I don't think nobody brought up during the tournament. Um, probably because most times when I got through the armor on something with reflective, it just got dead. Um, so, reflective armor halves energy damage, re reduces other damage by one. Um, it can be hurt really badly if an attack uses artillery, bomb, flak, or missile specials. You double the damage from that attack. So that's something else to remember. If you're dealing with an RFL, uh, mech with RFA, and you have something that has flak, turn that flak monster on it. it it'll, it'll be interesting. Um, now here's, a, here's what's interesting. All critical hits suffered by a unit equipped with reflective armor apply a plus two modifier on the unit's critical hit table. Modified critical results of 13 or higher are treated as engine hits. 
So what that means is essentially it has the opposite of crit resistant where a 10 will do, do a headshot and you will never get an ammo explosion hit on it. And 11 and 12 do engine hits. So you, so essentially it ends up with more engine hits on the table. Um, but yeah, so that's something to keep in mind. Um, it's not, you know, your headshots on this are on a 10, not a 12. You will never get an ammo explosion against one. So I don't have to worry about the ammo explosion crit, but there is the, yeah, there is still one instant kill on that, on that crit list. And since it does not have case or anything like that, I mean, case would not help you here anyway because of the reflective armor. Um, so yeah, you do remove one of the insta-kills, but engine hits are not a good thing either. So there is that. I mean, overall though, I mean, it, it's okay. It's not, I don't know. I'm not, not the biggest fan of it, but it's, eh. Then we have the Gunslinger, the GUN3ERD. Uh, now, this is an interesting one. So, it's a 85-tonner, so it's an assault mech. Uh, walks 3, runs 5, jumps 2. Like, why? Why have a jump 2 on? I mean, I know it's based on the Highlander and all that stuff. But why 2? Um, and this is a weird use of clan equipment on this. So this is mixed. Um, it's got a clan XL engine on it and it has a small X pulse laser in the left leg and in the right leg, both facing to the rear. Interesting placing, uh, two Gauss rifles, one in each arm, they're inner sphere. Um, if I were to replace if I were to use anything on this design of clan technology, it would be the Gauss rifles. Uh, two ER medium lasers in the left torso and right torso, respectively, um, and a small X-pulse laser in the head. And it has ballistic reinforced armor. Uh, 25, 25, 9, 25, 25, 32, 32, 34. Pretty decent armor for its size. Um, 10 double heat sinks. Shouldn't need that much sinking capability. And it also uses an XL gyro. Um, yeah, so this thing is using a lot of XL equipment. It has case two in each, each arm. That way the, uh, Gauss rifles won't kill you if they blow up. Um, so yeah, I mean, overall, it's not a bad design. Two tons each for the Gauss rifles. I just don't know if this is the best use of... Uh, I don't know if this is the best use of clan equipment to upgrade a gunslinger. Um, you know... Maybe the fluff text gives us an explanation, although I doubt it.
blah 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 kind of comment yeah no real no real explanation um so yeah it's it's not it's not a i mean yes not all mechs are optimal but this is just it feels like then again apparently it's a draconis combine producing it so it sort of feels correct in that they mishandled the advanced equipment because they i don't want to be mean but they have a tendency to do that sometimes the lyrans also do have access as well as mercenaries and kelhounds so that's that's a good thing and as far as an alpha strike i mean it's not a bad mech in alpha strike it's just weird um it's 49 points battle mech size 4 tmm1 movement of six inches four jump it's a juggernaut five six three uh overheat of one so the damage profile is not bad um has armor of eight structure of five not the best uh ballistic reinforced armor case two jump weak one and rear one one nil now much like the reflective armor which i always found weird because in order for it to be reflective the mech would have to be highly polished in my opinion i mean because paint on top of it's going to make it non-reflective but i guess you know it, it's it's battle tech we don't need to worry about the real life things like that um as long as I get my stealth helicopter. All right, so ballistic reinforced armor. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Uh, so let's see. This isn't. I don't think this is actually bad. Um, so. Excuse me. It reduces all damage delivered by attackers that make use of the AC, IATM, IF, LRM, or SRM specials by half. Um, this reduction is applied whether the attack is delivered using the unit's normal damage values or by just the listed special ability. So that is really interesting. Um, so the example they give thus if a unit that delivers a normal attack value of 542 with an ac220 special delivers a successful normal attack against a unit with the bra special at short range the attack will be reduced by three points half the damage value at short range rounded up dropping the normal total of five points to two if the same unit makes a special ac weapon attack against the bra special at medium range the attack will be reduced by one point half the ac special abilities medium range dropping the ac total of two points to one though similar to react reactive armor in many ways ballistic reinforced armor will not reduce damage from attacks ma made using the art bomb missile or flak specials so so against the majority of units in alpha strike this thing effectively has 16 armor. Um, that's ridiculous. I'm not gonna lie. 
Um, since I've never looked at BRA, uh, you know. And it is available to mercenaries, which is not bad. Um, I may be looking at a gunslinger in my future. As wonky as this new design looks, I'll, I'll be I'll be fair. I do not like the look of this thing at all. Um, okay, the arms are very much gunslinger arms. The legs could be any assault mech legs. The torso, eh, it feels like it drifts even further from its Highlander roots. The laser mounts with the head is just doesn't feel right. Then again, I've never liked that mount system for the for this mech. It, it all it always never felt right. So it's not really a thing against the art so much as it is against just that configuration of lasers. It has never felt right to me. So there is that. Um, and yeah, uh, this is not a bad mech for what it does. And I would not have a problem taking this to a tournament because, like I said, you know, unless you're dealing with, like I said, um, oh, and it doesn't take double damage from the earth. It just does not reduce attacks using artillery, bomb, missile, or flak. So there are a good number of units in the game that this will pretty much say, screw you two. Um, although I think it's wrong in its five four two with AC two two zero reduced by three. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, still. I mean, it's. It's not bad. Um, but yeah. I do kind of like this design. I would be tempted to playtest this in a tournament list and see how it works. Especially as it has case two as well. So it's not going to have problematic issues with uh, ammo explosions, which are always a bad thing. Um, okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much a complete look at this. Uh, you know, at this um, rec guide. And, you know, I do want to, uh, I do want to thank everybody who makes this possible for me. Um, I want to thank my patrons and you can go to patreon.com slash unicorn company. If you want to support the podcast. Also, I do want to thank my sponsor fortress games and miniatures. Uh, they're a great sponsor. If you do have any need for either older stuff that they do have, um, they do sell like old patches, old source books, stuff like that. Or if you're looking for some of the newer miniatures 
decals or anything else that you need for BattleTech, um, check out Fortress Games and Miniatures. They are great, and their website is fortressgamesandminiatures.com. Um, really great people there, and really great stuff, especially if you're looking for stuff that's out of print or you just can't get your hands on. They may have it. Um, I won't say most likely will because the with the used items, stock is constantly changing, but they do have a great variety of of used, um, gently used Battletech items, uh, miniatures, source books, so forth and so on. Um, so I want to thank all of you for listening. Um, and I don't know if I'm doing something special for Christmas this year. Um, I know not all my, not all my listeners are probably Christian. I am personally not a religious person. Um, it for me is more a day to celebrate just being with family and friends and, you know, um, being grateful that I've essentially made it another time around this giant blazing ball of heat that we call the sun. <sighs> and yeah, so if you don't hear from me again before the end of the year, I hope you have a happy new year, but you might just hear from me again. I don't know. It depends on what may or may not show up in the mail. So until next time, y'all have a great day, great evening, great whatever it is where you are. This is Unicorn Actual signing off. I'm gonna find my meaning. I can make a change. I wanna play the game. You wanna